Welcome to Infinite Love Podcast. Today's a little different. Today, this word has been heavy upon my heart, but in so many different ways. That word is grief. I never realized there were so many ways to grieve. As a child, my first experience of death was how I associated grief. And unfortunately, coming from a very long extended family, I would experience death more often than one would imagine. This episode isn't so much going to focus on death and grief in that way. Rather, during this whole self-healing process journey, what I discovered and learned about grief and the feelings that come with it in different forms, in different ways, understanding and realizing that grief never leaves us. Grief takes a hold of you in such a way that your heart feels like it's shattering over and over again and your soul is breaking. And you can't breathe, you can't sleep, you can't eat, you can't focus. You feel like you're stuck in a loop, wishing for the next day just to get a little bit better, a little bit lighter. And grief, it never goes away. It appears at random times, all those feelings, all those emotions. And we all have our own journey when it comes to grief. We all deal with things differently. And while on this self-healing journey, my eyes opened up to grief in new ways and allowed me to understand my past and what I was truly going through. You see, after each surgery, the severe transformations of how I look, of my facial features, and how much they changed. Simply after one surgery, I grieved, I struggled, I resented, I was angry, I was depressed, I was emotional, I self-isolated because I didn't understand the reflection anymore. I couldn't. No one tells you after a surgery what to expect, but you create this illusion in your mind that this surgery is going to be the ultimate miracle. But what they don't share is these sudden transformations and changes and differences of the way my appearances were. First, I had to accept that my face was very swollen, very bruised, and as scary as that was for me, I had time during all the swelling, during the healing process, to create these illusions in my mind that I was going to look even greater once all the swelling went down. It's kind of a blessing and a curse because as each day transpired, I began noticing the differences, but not in an excited way, in a terrified way, in a way that I didn't understand who I was looking at anymore. And this process happened every single time I had a surgery. And I had to get used to this. I struggled until finally one day I said I had to stop because these surgeries were actually killing me inside. I couldn't bear the grief of losing myself over and over after each surgery. Because even though I didn't love the girl I saw, I became comfortable. I don't even know if I became comfortable. I learned to accept who I was looking at without loving her. And that process is huge in that in a healthy way. It was detrimental, actually. So I grieved. I grieved over and over. I kept losing a sense of myself, my identity, my love for myself. And so when I began this healing journey and I realized all of these lessons, doing all the shadow work within, 
I spent majority of my life grieving in silence. And when I look back and compare that to the grief of losing someone I love, it's the same yet different. It's painful. It's a struggle. And I'll speak about my grandma. My grandma was my angel. My grandma opened my eyes to the world. She loved me, but also taught me lessons within. She saw me for who I was even when I couldn't see me. And I mentioned in a previous podcast that my teenage years were my hardest years. They were my biggest struggles. This is where I truly grieved for myself. And on top of it, I had lost three of my grandparents during my high school years. But my grandma, she was the hardest to lose. Because as I was struggling, it felt like I was sinking in quicksand and losing everything I once loved about myself as a child and fighting everything that was right in front of me. I knew I had only a little time and my mom gave me the blessing of helping out with my grandma, grocery shopping, cleaning her condo, and spending that quality time without knowing that it was going to be short-lived. But now I'm grateful for those moments because I got them. And it was a two-day wake. Like I said, we come from a big Irish family. She was the centerpiece of our entire family. She was the glue that held it all together. So when she passed, I struggled silently. I had to watch my mom disassociate with us to be with all of her siblings. And she was grieving in her own way. She lost her mother. And I felt a sense of grief losing my mom for that short time because you couldn't feel her energy. You couldn't feel anything. But you understood why. I wasn't mad. I was just very sad. On top of feeling all these different feelings like anger, I was angry that my friends weren't really there for me, yet they were in the only way they knew how to be. But I know now that wasn't their fault. I just had to place my anger on to them and to the world because I didn't understand what this meant for me. I was finally getting to a better place in my life and I lost her. I lost a woman that was helping me, that was guiding me, that was loving me that was teaching me. So what do I do now? I just grieved. I would have moments where I would break down. I would struggle. I had moments where I would lash out. I had moments where I pushed everyone away. And this went on for a while, for years. Yes, maybe it got a little bit lighter and a little bit easier as time passed, but it never goes away completely. And then I realized it's because of the unexpressed love. And now I look at that differently and more beautifully. It's the unexpressed love I would want to share with my grandma to say thank you. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for awakening me. Thank you for doing your best to guide me, to teach me, to show me. And as I sit here with tears in my eyes, but smiling, because I talk to her every day. I talk to her in prayer. I talk to her out loud. I know she's with me, and I'm grateful for this. But like I said, grief, grief is so unexplainable at times. And we may not understand how or why people grieve the way they do, but it's not for us to understand or to judge. We all experience it differently. And once we're ready, we'll pick up the pieces, whether it's day by day or if it's over a lifetime of years. We'll do it when we're ready. You can't force someone just to be better, just to be happier, just to let go. Whether it's losing a loved one, a family pet, or it's losing a friendship that's alive and well, but just not a part of your journey anymore. And I've learned over time that the grief is real. It's painful. It's hard. It's exhausting. It's the unexpressed love we want to share. And we can't. We're unable to, at least not here in the 3D world. But for me, now I look at grief differently. 
I acknowledge that it's there. I sit with it. And I understand that for me, I lived in grief for a very, very long time until I was ready to understand, to let things go, to let go, not of the people or the moment, but to let go of the feelings I was feeling that weren't serving my highest good, my highest self, and let go of the pain, the darkness, the resentment, the anger. I let those emotions go that were attached to grief, and I allowed myself to just feel, to just sit with those moments when they arise, in knowing and telling myself that I will be okay, and that I will pick myself back up. I will not allow myself to sit here for too long, because I've sat here for way too long as it is, and I will carry those memories, carry those blessings, carry those gifts with me for an eternity. I'm grateful for those moments. I'm grateful for the memories. Do I wish there were more? Yes. And that's okay too. But I don't allow myself to hang on to the painful portions that don't serve me. Now, am I speaking for anyone else? No. Like I said, we all grieve differently. And grief isn't just about death. It's about experiences that break our heart and soul. It's about the pains we hold within, the trauma, the wounds. Ironically, as time went on and I was able to let things go within my own life, grief would come over me out of nowhere. And I realized I was grieving this past version of me that I was healing because she was a huge part of me. She's what I knew this whole experience. So realizing I was stepping into the new, into this beautiful woman who's truly loving life, who sees her worth and values herself, who loves herself. From time to time, I would grieve that old version of me, not because I missed that life, but because I felt this sadness of not giving her the life I feel right now, of not allowing her to experience the moment I experience now. I have no regrets. Don't get me wrong. It's just a process. It's just what I had to feel and understand to make sense of it all. So I allowed myself to grieve these past versions of myself. And I know as I continue on the self-healing journey, there will be times I may grieve again for this version of me now, whom I love. But I think it'll be different. I think the grief will quickly subside and be filled more with love and a pride of where I was to where I am at now. I feel like the hardest part about this self-healing journey is the grief, is accepting the past versions of you and accepting the new, healthier version of you. At times it feels so uncomfortable and all of a sudden you're grieving the past version of you, but you're loving this new version, this new life. You're loving how you feel, but it all intertwines and it's uncomfortable because it's all new and you're not certain of this newness You've never felt this newness. So typically in the past, when uncomfortable, you run, you mask, you self-isolate, you fight or flight. But now you know that it's not a trigger that you're feeling. It's just new feelings, new feelings you've never gotten to experience. And every once in a while when I feel these uncomfortable new feelings, a part of me grieves the old self. I grieve the old version of me, and not because I miss that version, but because I was so attached to that version for so long that detaching is sort of a new feeling for me. 
And it took a lot of inner work, a lot of shadow work, a lot of nights of crying and a lot of nights of fighting everything to finally detach from what was. Because I realized that what was was never really working for me. And not to say that I regret life or, God, I wish things were so differently, because I don't. What I've come to realize is that my life played out exactly how it was supposed to. It was designed that way. And I finally see it. I finally understand it. And I appreciate it. And that took a lot for me to get to a place where I appreciate my journey because my journey matters. My story matters. And if not to the world, it matters to me. And finding my way back to me through self-love is everything. And again, there goes the grieving because I had to truly feel the absence of my own self. The fact that when I looked in the mirror, and saw no reflection, or at times when I did see a reflection, I couldn't recognize that girl, and hated that girl, and fought that girl. I grieved. I grieved in so many different ways that this continuation of grieving was my life. It was a roller coaster of ups and downs, but silent grieving, not expressing or sharing that with anyone, just silently grieving day by day. And this went on for majority of my life. No one knew though, because I was really getting good at masking how I felt, how I was feeling. And now I don't. Now I literally let it all out. In fact, the other day I was on my way to work and I just burst into tears. And I mean, not just, oh, I'm having a bad day or, oh, it's PMS. I mean, full on sobbing. So I pulled over to a forest preserve and just sat there and let myself cry. I didn't know where this pain was coming from. It was almost energetically felt all around me, but I allowed myself to feel it. It felt like utter pain, despair, loss, like I was truly grieving somebody. And I just had to sit with it. And I knew what that feeling was Because over my lifetime of experience, I've grieved in so many different ways that I could sense that it was a multitude of different feelings of grief. And eventually, as my day went on, it got a little bit better. But like I said, like a roller coaster ride, you never know when it's going to hit you. I was literally on my way to work. I was all smiles, listening to music. I think I was even singing. And out of nowhere, out of midair, I don't know if it was a melody. I don't know if it was the sun rising and it just caught my attention, but it flooded me to the point where I knew I had to pull over because I had to just let it all out, release it and cry. And I don't mean like sniffles and let the tears fall. I mean, I was sobbing uncontrollably for quite a bit until I got myself together and then went back to driving the work. Now, had I kept all of those emotions bottled up and just fought it. My day would have been hell on earth because at some point, those feelings, those emotions, they want to come up. They have to surface. And obviously being at work, it's not the greatest place to have that experience. Not to say you shouldn't allow it if it comes, but I didn't want that. I'm finally at a place where I listen to my body. I listen to my emotions. I pay attention to my thoughts And again, not a perfect human being. So I'm very self-aware now of what's going on. If whether or not I'm triggered or if I'm experiencing emotions, I'm allowing them. 
I'm not always able to process them so easily at times because sometimes, honestly, they're not always my feelings. They're not always my emotions I'm picking up. I can easily pick up other people's energies and feelings. And that, with balancing my own, can be very tricky and complicated at times. Especially when I pick up emotions from my own loved ones. I have to decipher which is mine and which is theirs and hold space and do my own grounding work to kind of rebalance and recenter myself and pour back into myself so I'm allowed to feel more comfortable within my own body, within my own thoughts, within my own emotions. I never imagined that my self-healing journey would allow me to learn that not everything I had ever experienced or felt was mine. Without understanding it, though, it felt like the weight of the world was always upon my shoulders, upon my heart and soul. And I took that very deeply, very heavily. And so while doing the self-healing journey, which I still am on, I'm learning now how to understand my emotions, especially the grieving, because I had mentioned that grief to me is the unexpressed love that we don't get to share. I do a lot of self-reflecting on this journey, and lately what I've been reflecting about is unexpressed love and what that means to me. And again, this doesn't have to correlate with just someone who's passed away, but someone who's no longer in your life that you didn't see them leaving, you didn't see it coming, or it just meant that your journeys just weren't aligned in the moment. And it's not to say that they won't ever be aligned again in the future, but it's the unexpressed love that you carry with you that you want to share out to them, especially those times that you miss them. And lately I've been experiencing sporadic moments of grief. And while self-reflecting, I realize it's the unexpressed love I have for that past version of myself and what I'd want to tell her. So one night I grabbed my journal and simply wrote a love letter to my past version. And here's what I wrote. Dear me, I'm writing this letter to say how proud I am of you, of what you've gone through, what you experienced. I know the road was long and it was windy and it was tough, but you never gave up. You never quit on yourself. And for this, you are resilient. You are strong. You are brave. It wasn't perfect and it wasn't easy. And yes, you may have gone through a lot of battles of shadow work, of deep healing, but you did it. You experienced everything you had to experience to realize that it got you to this place right here, right now. And I want to say thank you. Thank you for not giving up on yourself. Thank you for believing in love. Thank you for the fight. I'm so proud of you. I love you. All of you. Your inner strength, your resilience, your tenacity, your smile, your humor your honesty, your purity. I love the way that you can alchemize the darkness into light. I love that your heart is so big and so powerful. I love that your beauty radiates not only from the inside, but outwardly too. I love that you love love, love for all, and it's so unconditional and so beautiful. I am so proud of you, and I thank you for not giving up on this journey. I thank you for pushing every single day, even if it was in silence. I forgive you for the choices that you had to make. I thank you for choosing gratitude over hate. I thank you for choosing light over darkness. I love you, and I just needed you to know that. It's okay to let it all go now. So I set you free with a full heart for the place you once were to the place that I'm at right now. And I thank you. Love always. Me. It amazes me at times how much I dismiss myself, my own feelings, my needs, and my desires, because 
I lived in this fear, in this darkness, in this self-loathing period where I felt I wasn't enough. I felt like I couldn't love myself, so how could the world love me? And I grieved a lot. I grieved so much sometimes that I'd lay in bed wishing that tomorrow didn't exist. But it's not like that anymore. Now I look at life differently. I look at life filled with hope. And although grief is sadness, eventually, at least for me, I could turn that sadness into unexpressed love. And with that, then I simply share that love inwardly or outwardly. I'll write what I want to express to the ones I miss and love. I'll journal it or I'll be creative with it. Either way, I'm expressing it. I'm not holding it in. I'm not keeping it a secret. I'm sharing it, whether it's to myself, whether it's to God, to universe, or whether it's to all of you. It's unexpressed love that needs to come out, that needs to be shared. And then I find joy in that. I find a little bit of closure with that. And it's not to erase the memories or the pain, but it's to fill those voids, those empty voids that lay within us that remind us of the moments or the people we miss or the friendships that are gone. And we fill those voids with beauty, with love, with grace, with memories. And that's what I've learned from grief. The lessons I'm learning from grief is simply expressing the unexpressed love and holding space for the beautiful moments shared and the memories that I hold so near and dear to my heart and soul. Just remember, there's no right or wrong way to grieve. We all grieve differently in our own ways. So allow yourself that time to go through whatever it is you need to feel. Whether it's keeping yourself busy, whether it's retreating and self-isolating, whether it's holding a pillow and crying your eyes out all night long. Allow yourself that. Allow yourself compassion because you're going through it. And we all go through it differently in our own unique ways. And when your body and your mind, your soul and your heart are ready, you'll know what to do next. Just remember to hold space for yourself along this healing journey. 